Hello everyone. Just me cutting in uh, before Sophie's glorious introduction, but just a disclaimer that we talk about uh, mental health and eating disorders and um, we are also not professionals and we are not giving out advice. Um, so if anyone is affected by things mentioned in the podcast, please uh, go and seek professional help and um, yes. Enjoy the podcast. Hi everyone, um, we're back again, it's episode two, <laughs> Body's Behaving Badly, um, Sophie again, and Gabby. you are. <laughs> Gabby. Yes. Gabby or Gabs? Gabs. Gabster. Or Gabster, yeah. Yes. Or as her mum continuously calls her, Gabrielle. Yeah, that might be because she named it. She gave me that name to me. Uh, that would make sense, actually. That was good English, wasn't it? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, we are back again. Um, this podcast, no, this episode even, uh, is going to focus more on my personal story with PCOS, um, kind of the background of it, and then next week we'll kind of go more into Gabby's uh, background with IBS and stuff like that. Me. And if the... Uh, the plan for this one so yeah. and i've i've been told i have to do a jingle on the spot <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what to do well yes um last week i had to do a makeshift jingle and i felt really bad that you weren't involved in the jingle so i thought well you have to be in this week's jingle so sophie would you would you care to to do the honors i apologize in advance <laughs> Every, it's gone. <laughs> Everything that I have in my head is just gone now. Put, proper put what you have. Okay. And a right. one, two, three. Bonnie is behaving badly. PCOS, <laughs> IBS. Bonnie is behaving badly. So, and gaps. Oh, wow. That was. <laughs> that was. Oh, thank you. Thank that you. That was better you. than all of the ones I tried to do last week, so. Well you done. I believe we used to do music together. We used to be a singing oh. musical duo. Oh, God. There was a trio at you, one stage. You did all the musical stuff. I just turned up. Oh, shut up. You did all of the singing. <laughs> you did all of the musical stuff. What are you talking about? I was just the one who carried the guitar everywhere. To hmm? my, to my uh, despair. I was just the one who carried the guitar everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I um, remember. Tinkle <laughs> the ivory. Tinkle the ivories. I remember just like every every Friday, literally breaking my back trying to carry this electric guitar to school. I don't, know, I don't know how I did them it. both to school as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Both guitars. And then we would have to like go in 15 minutes early to drop it off in the cupboard. Yeah. God, I mean, how they didn't steal, like, how students didn't steal other people's guitars, it beats me, but... I think, because, you know, they would have known, like, there's CCTV everywhere, and if something had gone missing, then, you know, it would have been quite a pounding, you would have gone. Quite a pounding, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God, those are, wow. Wow. Memories. Back and a half. (laughs) 
Oh, oh great. Okay, well, let's let's Ooh. delve into. Hang on, let me just let me just lift this thing up so that you can't hear any saliva sounds. So not more <laughs> again. Hopefully that will that will do the job. Not so, so um, early. Not so early. ASMR. ASMR. No. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we do the um the weekly? What should we call it? weekly catch-up yeah that's what it is isn't it yeah so um how has your um week been with pcos um it's not been too bad i don't think i had my period this week so that was we had some period cravings here and there and um yes and i also did make the mistake of getting drunk with my housemate oh (laughs) That's not a mistake. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Just the maths. <laughs> kind of the Wednesday was a bit. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. It kind of hit the depressor right in the feels. You know? Oh no. Oh really? But it's okay. I slept and I just did what my body was telling me to do, which is just to rest and not take it too hard and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. by Thursday, I was fine. Oh good. How do you um I suppose this is more sort of for future podcasts when we talk about, you know, alcohol and whatever and how they affect us. But um how how do you find it affects you overall? Like is it, you know, problematic? Is it all right most of the time? Mm, it is problematic, I'd say. Really? Like aftermath. Um which is annoying. So it's more so the the aftermath the the next day yeah yeah because i can tell that it's just i can tell i feel bloated and particularly for me it really hits my emotion like the depression the 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 um and just kind of my energy levels and all that it just basically renders me useless for the rest of the day yeah um which i particularly don't like so but otherwise, it's not awful. But yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I try not to drink too much anyway because it's not exactly very good for you anyway. Yeah, I try not. Well, you don't really like it anyway, do you? It's more so. I'm. I. It just makes me so anxious. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. the worst person for everyone around me and myself. So I just. <laughs> I just don't like. Yeah, I drink, but no. I don't get to the point where it's you know. I'm really drunk or anything because mm. I just like for me I, it's just not it's just not for me <laughs> it's just <laughs> but I love I love the taste of alcohol but yeah, yeah. it's just that feeling mm. of being like so out oh, of control I just can't it's just no no I agree but I agree. oh my god we're digressing so yeah. how was your week my week Okay, to be honest, to be honest, the IBS has been popping off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but not in um. Like, I always hesitate to to say to people I've got IBS because I think they think, oh, you've got the shits. You know, I don't have the shits. I, it's just for me, it's more. It makes me feel like actually poorly, like unwell, like the whole past 
two weeks really I've felt so tired like you know when it's to the core like it's you, it doesn't matter how much sleep you get you're just you're just so tired and I could literally do like a four a four hour shift or something and I come home and I'm like I'm zonked I'm zonked <laughs> um, and yet with these kind of like conditions you don't have to do anything and you'll still be absolutely fatigued and just passed out I know it's like I've done nothing I've literally done nothing and I feel like you can't really complain about that either because as a teenager who's doing online uni, who's in a pandemic where you don't leave the house, there's no reason for you to be tired. So it's like, oh, just shut up, stop whining, you know? Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, it also just makes me really like sick and dizzy. And yesterday it got to the point where I was like, okay, I need to take the medication now because it's too much and I usually try to avoid it because um I like to know what's going on you know and I feel like when you take tablets it kind of masks it and I'm like what's actually going on here so yeah I get what you mean yeah so uh but today I feel much better after taking the medication and um I'm trying to eke myself into a low FODMAP diet which we'll talk about in later things but I think it's helping so that's good yeah so anything you do that you know that you feel helps is better than nothing really yeah like anything and like today try to go out for a mini walk and that kind of helps everything what else Um... it was it's snowing where you are but it's not where i am (laughs) it's like sunshine Sunshine. it's clouded over now but you know it's quite a warm sun as well really yeah. Oh, that's so surprising because it's really cold here. I know. Because you guys aren't even that, you know. I mean, we we're we're from southeast London, you know, and it's not even that cold there. Yeah, no. We rarely get snow anyway. Never ever mind. Lots of snow. Yeah. Yeah, but it's nice. It's definitely nice to look at because it's settling, um, and it's very relaxing to look at. Mm. Um, what else? Um, what else happened in a week? Nothing really, just had like a stressful argument with my brother, which gave me a horrible stomach ache for the rest of the day. But (laughs) (laughs) you can't help those things, like those things are bound to happen. But Um, yeah, Joshua been saying, Oh, let's not, let's not delve into it. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Well, we have our kombuchas, which. Cheers. I might have to stop drinking because it's a, a high FODMAP food for the time being. But whilst whilst I can, I'm enjoying them. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know what kombucha is, it's basically a fermented green tea. So it's really good for you. Um, yeah. And it I'm tastes... Very it's very nice. Oh, what what did you say? Your thing cut out. So I didn't hear Oh, sorry. I said we have the, we have the mixed berry one. So yeah. it's very, very nice. Indeed. Really nice. And I'm always looking at the ingredients, like, it tastes so nice, how can it be healthy? But it is. It just mm. is. It's good for your gut bacteria. Anyways, we're not, we're not specialists, so we don't know. <laughs> but we hear it's good for your gut bacteria. <laughs> it says it on the packaging, so we're yeah, No, no. Oh my God. We found out in, in with better sources other than the packaging. <laughs> so, should we yeah, delve okay. into your... Your um, your story, as it were. My story, yes, so, it is 
a, a PCOS background this week. Yes. Uh, yes. Well. Would you where, like where to? <laughs> would you like to um, give like a short? Well, doesn't have to be short, but just a background to yourself. I know we went over that last week, but just uh, maybe more. Yes. So I have PCOS. I only found out in October because um, how did I find out? Yeah, so I basically thought that there was something wrong. You know, like I had a gut feeling that there might be something that just didn't seem quite right. Yeah. Because I was, um, I just kind of gotten out of, um, you know, eating disorder recovery. Not like extreme, extreme, but, you know, it was still kind of a bit of a bulimic cycle where I'd, um, binge eat or I'd eat too much and then I'd starve myself the next day yeah you know try not to eat because I felt guilty for eating and um but then just kind of binge again and it just was a really bad cycle um it wasn't helping um and I was starting to put on weight but it was still kind of not that crazy yeah um, and then yeah I kind of then got out of that cycle luckily so I don't really have it anymore which is good no more kind of binge eating um but then but for a while actually I was particularly during the first year of uni I struggled with um still the binge eating mm. but I wouldn't do this the starving myself I would just binge eat as yeah. well as kind of eating normally which obviously did not help at all yeah so I did start, like, you know, basically piling on the weight, um, which obviously didn't help so self-esteem levels, all of that. Then COVID hit, and I isolated at home, along with probably most of the country, uh, <laughs> and started to work on, you know, kind of my diet and just making sure that I wasn't kind of binge eating and being more conscious of what I was eating mm -hmm. and less blah 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 and it just nothing it didn't seem to be any change at all like yeah. you would have expected at least like a little something but nothing seemed to change if anything it was just like I'd lost no weight if anything I might have put on a bit more which was just really confusing um and you know and I was still kind of and I, I, I always felt that I was tired all the time um and I don't know whether that was that was because of the PCOS before uh, beforehand, but either way, um, I always thought there was something wrong because I was just always tired. Mm -hmm. So um, my mum and I had gone to the doctors a couple of times to test stuff like thyroid, blah blah blah, and they, we just kind of put it down to the mental health, you know, just exhausting. Yeah. Um, you know, but then it was just still like. I'm still very tired. What is this? You know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I thought, you know what, it might be a hormonal thing. Yeah. So then I might stumble across something on one of the social medias because that's where I find everything these days. Um, <laughs> Great source of information. The Highly thing is, it is nowhere to look. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is. If it's a reliable source, yeah. then it's great. But, you know, it was... 
do you suffer with this, this, this? You might have uh, estrogen dominance. Oh, yeah, I, like, I remember this. Uh, and it, it was stuff like, you know, fatigue and particularly like weight, a uh, lot of uh, kind of excess fat um, stored kind of around the bottom of your midriff. Um, so like quite big love handles and like pouch, little stomach pouch. pouch, pouch. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I thought, ah, oh, maybe that might be it. So I was like, oh, I'll request a hormone test from the doctors, which I did. Um, and bless mum came with me and because I'm not great with blood tests. Oh, really? I'm yeah. Do you not like I needles? Well, no, because when I, um, it, you might remember, but for anyone that doesn't know, when I was in year 11, I took, um, way too many paracetamols. Oh, um, yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I, it was nowhere near enough to, like, Doing kill me. me. Yeah. You know, um, it was enough to possibly do some damage to my insides. Yeah. So I'd gone to um, A&E and I, they just like, I was on like a, I, it wasn't like a drip thing, but like, you know, um, needle in the arm and just kind of, they put a few kind of fluid things to just kind of flush the liver out and that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, and the first one was awful because it was just like, awful yeah. and i was like crying and i had a lady from cams there asking me what was going on and my mum was just like oh, oh my gosh all the time i was laying on this pediatrics bed i was like nearly turning 16 but because i was still a child i was still surrounded by all these like animals and stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> quite the contradiction i know it makes me laugh looking back at it clearly but yeah, yeah. and it just because i think it was the feeling of kind of having something in there for like two days three days or something like that in there i mean you know the vein in your it's quite um like i think you know. that would make me feel quite nauseous having something yeah. in your arm all the time yeah so i'm pretty sure it's that that kind of makes me squirm a little so it wasn't like a fear before that happened it's more so that caused yeah a bit i think it's like a, a, a form of maybe pte yeah, yeah. or something like that bit of yeah, like a negative right. reaction from previously. But anyway, so yeah, bless mum came with me for my hormone test, and then um, I got the results back, and they were like, not estrogen. <laughs> His oh. testosterone's too high. I was like, what? Oh, I see. I suppose can like as a female, can your estrogen sorry estrogen be too high? Yeah, you. I think. Um, you can get hormone imbalances in many different shapes and forms. Yeah. Um, you know, and the fact that maybe your estrogen is too high is a sign of something else. I don't know what because I haven't really looked into it, but Yeah. I feel yeah. like you don't hear much about that, do you? I don't? You don't hear much about people who have high estrogen levels unless they're a guy. No. Yeah. But then again I didn't hear much about much more if anything about PCRs until I got diagnosed. Cool. You don't hear it anywhere. Literally nowhere. Unless you actually go out of your way to do research and to listen about it and to ask people about it. Yeah. Literally nowhere. Like in no. school we'd never been told about it. Which is just no. wild. Do you think maybe that's because 
they think it's a uh, inappropriate topic because it's linked to um you know uh reproductive parts well uh, bloody well i hope not but that's what our school was like though wasn't it oh god it was like anything that was remotely linked to anything down there I shouldn't say down there, vaginas or penises, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know... Oh, systems, etc. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We shouldn't talk, talk about that. That was kind of it. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> so, what happened after your um, tests came back? Yeah. So, I'd also then complained because I was getting quite a bit of, kind of, hormonal acne around my chin. Yeah. And I've always had... I've always kind of been blessed with pretty clearish skin um so for that to kind of come up was a bit alarming mm. um you know and I was like oh it could just be you know COVID stress blah blah, blah. but I was still like mm, I've been was, stressed before it was pretty intense for like you know a bit of stress exactly yeah I, I don't know if you remember seeing yeah, it at all I remember it was yeah. inflamed and like it didn't look you know like if I was to see you I wouldn't notice it but when you're pointing out it was like oh yeah that looks uncomfortable and like yeah not normal really yeah for you exactly and i thought it could also be you know mask acne but it came about before you know yeah we were really wearing masks that much and you don't really go out much anyways to no wear i didn't yeah exactly um so yeah it was quite weird and i had mentioned that to the doctor when he called with the results um, and he said, because you've got high testosterone and you've got hormonal acne, those are two indicators that you could have PCOS. So I thought, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. What's what going is that? On? Yeah. Um, basically didn't tell me anything, um, which, which is the problem. I think loads of females go through that where they just get told they have it and that's it. Yeah, there's... what it is, they're not told how to help it, or if they are, it's just lose weight. And it's not that easy. Yeah. But well, yeah. I was um... going to ask you a question about that later, about sort of mm. how the doctors sort of supported you. But I suppose, I don't know, is that, is that a good segue now, or is there other information that's important to say before, before that? I was just going to continue to how I yeah. got... The, I mean, there's only one more thing. They just said that to... They requested um, an ultrasound to check, you know, if there were um, cysts on the ovaries. Yeah. Um, and I think we actually had... Um, we had it the same, like, day. Like, the same yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had weird. them on the same... Yeah. You know, the same thing, but we just happened to have ultrasounds. <laughs> for <Or> very... cysts. <laughs> yeah. Slightly different things, but yeah. still cysts on the ovaries <laughs> yeah i was getting checked for an, an ovarian cyst and you were getting mm. checked for polycystic ovaries yeah but i'll go into that later i actually forgot about that so thanks yeah. for reminding me <laughs> i just think how much more connected could we be i know we oh, are soulmates shocking. beats me we are soulmates we are You're twin flames i, I can't remember you. the difference but i mm. love you sorry <laughs> you love me and I yeah didn't and you were like what <laughs> <laughs> sipping on the kombucha what love you too oh thanks yes. <laughs> but yeah 
So got the ultrasound done. Lovely little thing. They shove a camera ultrasound mm. thingy my bob up your vagina. I'd say a probe is a good word. Probe. Yeah. That's very yeah, yeah. And they just kind of I guess have a look. Yeah, little poke around and you're done. But yeah. Um <laughs> so then I got the results back and they said, Yeah, you do have it. Um the best way to deal with it right, yeah, this is what the doctor said. Um, she said, the, bearing in mind this was also a woman, um, she said the best way to deal with it is to lose some weight because it puts less stress on the ovaries and the testosterone and it might lower it a bit. Right. That's all she said. Oh she my said, God. try and lose um, about 5kg um, between now and the middle of January, which was about three months. Which is you know. intense. Pardon? That's intense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's made a kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for any kind of normal person with a normal kind of metabolism and hormone balance, blah, 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 it wouldn't be that bad, yeah. you know? You could probably lose it fairly easily, you know, with just doing exercise, upping your steps, eating better, blah, blah, blah. You know, pretty easily, you think. I mean, luckily, I managed to find kind of more information on PCOS before the middle of January. But, you know, it was still very... Very, like, what is going on here? Yeah, don't have much what am help. I doing? <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, like, as you say, telling someone to lose weight who doesn't have PCOS, you know, that's hard enough as it is. Let alone yeah. if you add in... See, this is where it gets funny because we don't want to give you scientific information, but like PCOS does actually, it it actually makes you feel some weight. Yeah, it so does. It's, it's not. It's just like you going, "Oh, I'm just going to eat some chocolate today." It's like you know. Here is future Gabby uh, coming to tell you that Sophie was going on a beautiful explanation about how hormones affect weight gain, uh, but my mic went all crackly, so I had to cuss it out, but we will um, come back to this in a future episode, so stay tuned. Did you find um, when the doctor said, you know, just lose some weight, did she give you a guideline or did she sort of connect you to a, an organisation that would help with that? Or um, She did say, would you like to speak with a dietitian. Yeah. But having kind of no knowledge of PCOS and having, you know, just got myself in a healthy position with my eating. Yeah. Um, and my eating routine and that kind of thing. I was a bit like, <clears throat> yeah. Because I was still, you know, kind of in the mindset of, well, I've had a dietitian for the eating disorder and that's kind of, I mean, it, it helped massively, don't get me wrong, like yeah. it really, really helped, but I thought, I don't really know if I want to have to do that. Yeah, all over what, again. And... Still, you know, getting used to finally being in control of my eating. Yeah, like you kind of associated dietitians with mental health and, and that side of things, mm. as opposed to 
because I suppose dietitians can cover so so many different topics. Yeah. But you you had such a sort of bad experience with eating disorders that you couldn't separate those those two things. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was basically like that. Yeah. And you know, and looking back I wish I kind of had said yes. But it was kind of a spur of the moment decision and I basically panicked because for me, you know, dietitian losing weight, I was just scared I was gonna rev you know, revert back to old ways and yeah. you know, get back into that really vicious cycle. Which I really didn't want to do. Because if somebody's but I suppose it's ironic because that's probably more like sorry that's probably more likely to happen if you kind of undertake it yourself and if you say okay well i have to try and do this and this and this but a dietitian is is going to actually tell you how to do that in a healthy way but it's, yeah. it's hard to understand that when you've just been told oh you need to lose some weight and whatever um, yeah i and also on a practical note i have to see a dietitian for ibs and I literally, so so I got, the doctor referred to me about mm, a month or two ago. So that was mm-hmm. two months. And then I got the letter to book a consultation the other day. So I booked one and my consultation is in another two months. And then that's just a cons- consultation. And then so actually getting on the wait list, that will probably take, I mean, yeah, months and months. So unless you're willing to pay a lot for um and a dietitian and I suppose that's where it kind of links back to us being students is that we can't afford to pay for a dietitian and I don't mm-hmm. really want to ask ask my parents to pay so you do just yeah. have to wait for ages and often with our kind of issues the symptoms are so they they really affect you know every part of your life and you just can't wait that long like you do just have to eventually take it into your own hands yeah if you can't pay for it for an instant one yeah so that's really hard especially because i think there is so much information out there you know that is free um like i said as long as you find kind of the reliable sources and the right people um and you know you're getting the right information yeah you know there is so much there to find you know and there's probably books on it and all that kind of stuff and papers blah blah blah. but you know so you can do it yourself Mm. but you know, then it might not be linked to you specifically, yeah. which is kind of annoying. But then at the same time, you know, no one knows your body better than you do. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, you just, you know, if you've got to wait, continuously wait, the, you know, the whole time, you just nothing's changing or it's getting worse. You know, you don't want to live with that. You want to try and help it as soon as you can. Yeah, it's very <gasps> true. So I'm just going to look at my questions <laughs> to see what else um, I wanted questions. to ask. Some questions. Um, so what actually are your symptoms? Like apart from knee acne and um, you you were saying weight gain and what are the other symptoms that you feel? Yes, so weight gain, the biggest thing, particularly, yeah, kind of around my hips. Um, it's a very typical thing apparently um again i'm generalizing so (laughs) but it seems to be quite a typical thing for women with pcos to retain weight around and fat kind of around their hips and like i say kind of the bottom of your midriff um and that's kind of where i get it really badly so i was like 
Yeah, don't like sure. that. Because it doesn't make me look good. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you look great. You look wonderful. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was kind of the biggest thing. I, you know, I've suffered with body dysmorphia and kind of my, not even my weight. Like, I've never even checked my weight, per se. It's all kind of my body image. Yeah, what, um, what you see always... as opposed to the, the number yeah. that you weigh. Yeah. But I've always kind of, you know, suffered with it. I've always kind of wanted to be skinny, you know, or wanted to be a body shape that I'm not. Yeah. And, you know, I used to, I mean, God, I was 14, 15, you know, proper young, <laughs> basically h- hardly even living my life because I was, you know, refusing everything, you know, any sweets or anything like that. Like, yeah. I was barely eating um you know i was running to the gym every night spending three hours at the gym every night i know I just... um, you know and just it was not healthy in the slightest no. and as your best friend who witnessed <coughs> all of this all i think my the memory that really like sticks out to me the most was when we went on italy uh, that italy trip and Oh, no. It was a no. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to embarrass you at all, but like I just, it was hard to to see that um, as a best friend because you were so. It must have been a really low point, but just so uncomfortable in your skin. Yeah. And just so like. Just it was yeah it was intense. Um, yeah. And I think so, what didn't help is we were both, what well, we were both. 16 yeah you know um we were very young we didn't understand you know we we were with each other like constantly all as well the time. all the time oh wait no we were 15 yeah no we were 15, fi- 15 yeah yeah um and we have spoke about this we have said that you know we spent we used to spend so much time together yeah. that we just snapped eventually snapped. We, we had like a falling out yeah. kind of you know, when we were 17, something like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I suppose at that time, that was sort of when social media was really skyrocketing. And we were so obsessed with, like, do you remember we would send each other pictures of models and go, oh, look at her. And I actively don't do that anymore because I know it's it's not only damaging to myself, but it's damaging to the person I'm sending it to. Um, yeah. And it was just a really toxic in- environment online. And luckily, I don't know about you, but I'm trying to cultivate my sort of what I, who I follow, follow and what I see so that it's all pretty positive. Um, I completely agree. I'm trying yeah. to do the same thing. Um, but I suppose with PCOS, it is that um, your body does change on the outside. It's not just the inside. So it's not only are you trying to come to terms with your internal health but there is also that kind of you know you want to fit into societal standards of what you should look like um which is also hard yeah i think what i also found quite hard um which because i mean the only problem with all of this is that um pcos doesn't tend to kind of manifest itself until you know your late teens early 20s um and obviously i caught my own at 19 
so I have been quite lucky that I haven't, you know, gone 10 years without realising what was going on. Yeah. You know, I found it quite early, I can work on it so I can kind of almost enjoy my 20s without having to worry about there's something that seems to be wrong, what is it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think what really knocked my self-esteem when um, kind of the weight started to go on was that when I used to be, you know, skinny and technically unhealthy, you know, I used to get a lot of, I say, male attention, yeah. you know, which did a lot for my ego at the time because, like I say, you know, I had body dysmorphia, like I just did not like myself at all. Um, and I was a brat, let me no. just say that. <laughs> we have this argument all the time. Sophie always says she was a brat and I say, no, you weren't. You weren't at all. We were both... I was a brat. You're the only one that says I was <laughs> We were both bratty to each other, I suppose. Yes, yeah. but we it's were kind just of both teenagers dealing with our own things, but not knowing how to deal with our own yeah. things. And we were very different at the time, in terms of like our opinions on things and yeah. sort of looking into the future and whatnot. And now we've definitely, you know, I think we're on the same page with most things. Yeah. And, I yeah. agree. But we were just kind of two teenagers, like, trying to find our own way, but, like, within the same little bubble. And it was yeah. just hard. But so we... Actually, we, we clashed quite a lot. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, we keep digressing from PCOS. <laughs> yeah. It's technically it's all relevant. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, relevant. But, yeah, so I, I just started to get, like, really... I used to get the male attention, um, which I guess was just... I guess just happened a lot at kind of 15, 16 anyway, just because boys just suddenly get like a surge of horniness. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say hormones and then you went with horniness, so. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah, they just kind of like suddenly discover girls and it's like. Yeah. It was just Parties. kind of all really. Influence. you know touchy and feely and everyone like liked everyone and yeah. you know or maybe that was just my group it was really weird anyway <laughs> um yeah the people i used to be friends with um i think it was your friendship group pardon i think it was your friendship group it was my friendship group it was... oh god <laughs> awful really awful anyway um <laughs> no I, regrets I, I, no regrets they weren't technically bad people but they were the wrong sort of people for me yeah yeah um but yeah and yeah so like i say it was kind of the boys thing to kind of you know um flirt with the girls and slap their asses oh my god (laughs) yeah didn't think we were going there okay (laughs) like talk to different guys and you know basically like it was just kind of a whole environment really yeah which so bad looking back because it's just not the dumb thing it wasn't bad it was just like you know young people discovering their their sexuality and who they like and all sorts but but it's it's hard if you have body dysmorphia or eating disorders because you're you're trying to fit into what other people around you want to see and yeah so um but yeah, so then when I started kind of 
I guess this, this wasn't particularly because I was putting on the weight, but I started to get a lot less bad attention than I had been. Yeah. You know, really kind of hurt my ego, which I'm almost embarrassed about now, but it's, you know, it, I shouldn't be embarrassed because it was just, it's my past, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't think that was particularly because of that. I think it was just kind of a natural thing of just, you know, the older you get, kind of the more respectful you get of each other. Sure. You know, you don't kind of... You don't do all that. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, they see you more as a... Well, guys tend to see you more kind of as, as friends and more respectfully than they do when you're younger. Yeah. Which, you know, at the time I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> so, oh. is there anywhere we can pause and edit this out of the recording because i really do weird <laughs> okay i won't pause but yeah go I- i'll go and wait as well all right, all right. toilet break everyone <laughs> bye <sighs> there's so much snow i just wanted to ask because I've met someone in the past week who has PCOS and uh, she said that during, um, I think it was during the time of the, during your period, okay, we're not saying all those stupid sayings, during your period, um, she really, really craves sugar and it's because there's something like in her hormones that actually makes her do that because of PCOS. Do you find that the sugar cravings are really um, hard to deflect or do you not really get them? Um, I did until I started taking um, the Avastol supplement. Oh, okay. Which is Inositol and something else, I think. Um, Because it it really helps with cravings. It just kind of, it basically, in like really simple terms and very unscientific terms, it essentially just kind of, does for your body what your body's supposed to do. Okay, yeah. Um, and just kind of balances things out and stuff. So I kind of take that um, every morning and every evening, well, whenever I wake up, <laughs> um, which tends to be the morning. I'm getting better at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sometimes the evening. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I take that twice a day and it really helps to kind of stop with cravings as such. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't really get cravings too badly because of it now, so I'm very grateful. And I think it's it's really interesting to me because because since you've been diagnosed with PCOS, I've been looking online at other people who have it, and it seems as though people are either you either get the weight gain of PCOS or you're super super slim, and like there isn't really. And in between. And the mm. lady I was speaking to, she said, yeah, that is, you know, that's the thing. You either get the, I don't want to say skinny PCOS, but like you get it where it mm. actually sort of makes you slimmer or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not giving out advice or anything. It's just... Well, that's the thing, because it affects everyone differently. Differently, you know? yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it affects everyone differently. And... You know, there may be trends, you know, um, this kind of a symptom shows up in a lot of women, this kind of symptom shows up in a lot of women, this kind of symptom shows up in a few women. Yeah. It's it's all personal at the end of the day, you know? 
because I mean I personally you talk about symptoms I had the weight gain I had the hormonal acne which is doing quite well actually because I also have I think it's benzoyl peroxide I think I've got prescribed oh, okay. as a cream to just kind of help uh fatigue as well but hair loss I've been getting my hair's been coming oh. out and breaking off like crazy which is very annoying indeed because I mean, aside from the fact, aside from the, no, besides from the fact, it is bleach, which doesn't help, but yeah, it shouldn't. bleaching doesn't help. You know, it still shouldn't be falling out and breaking this no, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to do what I can to help it, you know, head massages and not washing it as often and, you know, all that kind no. of stuff, oils and protective hairstyles and all that kind of stuff and... So I'm trying to help it, but, you know, every time I shower, it's just quite oh. a bit. It's horrible, but quite a bit comes out, and it always yeah. kind of makes me go, Because yeah. hair is such a, especially as a girl, like, hair is such a big part of your personality. and Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bought hats. I, I asked for hats, like, beanies for my birthday oh, to help no. cover up the thinning. <laughs> Is there a way, like, have they done research into that? Is there a way that can help help with your hair growth? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Um, I do need to do some research on it, though. That's the thing. I have a lot of research to do kind of on it. I kind of know the basics of quite yeah. a lot of things. Um, so I still have a lot of, like I say, research to do on it and a lot of finding, finding my way through PCOS maze. <laughs> That's part of what this whole podcast is about. It's just yeah. us trying to find our way through our respective pro pro problems. Yeah, and we're always going to be confused. We're we always... have to... still Sorry. doesn't sound very good, does it? I keep talking over you. Oh my god. Syndromes. Syndromes, and we're always going to be confused in a podcast because we are confused. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, uh, because of the weight gain and PCOS, um you have kind of said before how it's hard meeting people because you know meeting people that you used to know when you're younger because your physical appearance have changed has changed sorry and they might have you know ideas in their head of oh maybe she's eating too much cake or something but really it's just because you actually have a condition that causes weight gain and so how do you kind of cope with not being able to explain to people or not feeling like you can explain to people? Um, it's hard. Yeah. Because, you know, you kind of want to go, <laughs> I'm not, you know, lazy and, you know, stuff, stuff in my face every other day. Like, I'm, I'm it's not like that. It's, yeah. I can't because of the metabolic dysfunction. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, I've really just got kind of had to concentrate on, my mindset my mental state yeah and just kind of knowing and accepting that my how how I'm viewed by other people doesn't define me yeah absolutely you know kind of how I feel in myself um is is the definition of my self-worth basically Yeah, yeah you know and just because someone might kind of look at me and go yeah, she might have, she's let herself go. It's like oh. you're clearly not worth my time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because if someone can't 
appreciate this sounds really cringy but yeah if someone can't appreciate kind of me you know whether that had been had I let myself go or not you know yeah yeah PCOS or not you know it's ultimately the people that judge you for that you know do you really want yeah if someone's gonna judge you based on your physical appearance it's just why would you spend time around them exactly negative people they're only gonna bring down your own yeah (laughs) vibrations if you will vibrations vex king shout out to your book (laughs) (laughs) in that book so that's why yeah like every other book in my bookshelf i've read half i don't know why i just get halfway and i go i want to stop reading now Oh, well, fair enough. You've got to listen to your mind and body, ultimately. It's so stupid. And then I just have a load of unfinished books in my, uh, like, a literal load. Like, that's probably about 20. Probably more. But, um, yeah, it's just, (laughs) they're not worth spending your your time around. Exactly. um, And anyways, like I've said to you before, you don't look bad at all. You look really nice. Thank you. So, yeah. I've kind of had to just except that there's no point kind of hiding under you know clothes or just not even going out you know not yeah, living yeah. life just because I don't look like a Victoria's Secrets model no you know I think who does pardon who does Victoria's Secrets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> pretty sublime <isn't> <laughs> But yeah, there's like kind of no point worrying over something that, you know, isn't easily changeable. Whilst it is something I can change, it's not easy and it's not something that I can do kind of overnight. It, I need to do research in it and uh, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I just... And, and you don't... Got, you know, if you're going to be stressed about anything or your physical appearance, it's just going to make your symptoms worse. So you may as well just... Yes. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. Roll um, with so I suppose we should yeah. try and wrap up the podcast. Is there anything else that's sort of important to say about uh, your your experience so far? Any symptoms or? Well, um, just kind of other the uh, well, that's kind of you know the background of it and thing. Um, obviously, we'll talk more about kind of. Do 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 me again from the future. Um, Sophie just goes on to say about how um going gluten free and dairy free is helping her symptoms and um how in future podcasts we will be talking more about this. But uh, the mic fuzzed out again, so god damn it. Yeah, that kind of thing. But we'll, we'll get into that in a later um later podcast. Later podcast. But yeah, otherwise I think. The only thing I'd say to anyone that actually does have PCOS is just focus on yourself, put yourself first, you know, because you've got to live with you. No one else has to live with you. You don't have to live with anyone else. You have to live with yourself. Yeah. And if you don't feel good mentally, you don't feel good on your inside, everything else is just going to spiral downwards. Yeah, sure, sure. So just take it easy, you know. Yeah. And it's a lifelong problem. So there's no use trying to rush, fix anything, um, mm. and always go and see professionals. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, you know, most women, you know, struggle with it. And it takes a while for everyone to kind of figure out what works for them. Yeah. It's not kind of a, like I say, it's not an overnight thing. No, not at all. Not at all. And it's the same with IBS or any sort of chronic uh, illness. Oh, yeah, most things, to be honest, unless it's like a graze on your knee, probably going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because a lot of lifestyle change isn't something that you can easily get into. No, exactly. Exactly. It takes a lot of time. So yes. yeah. Can't be done. So what is your <laughs> I just remembered. What is your okay. do you have a food uh, recommendation for the week? Ooh. Off the top um, of your head? It's a bit naughty, but because <laughs> I had a period. It's um <laughs> Goo, there's oh, goo, yeah. goo, goo, the goo. brand EU with I think the U has an umlaut on the top. Yeah, um, they do dessert pots, which are really nice anyway, and they also do um, plant based, free from you know, oh gluten free, vegan, blah blah blah, etc. Um, I have um chocolate, coconut cream like vanilla cheesecake little pots Ooh, very nice oh my god i always see them I'm in rich, beautiful yeah i always see them and i want to buy it but i'm trying to go uh, sugar-free because of eczema so mm. I'm, oh, well. I'm sure they have sugar in it but whatever if that sounds What's really your nice. uh, food or recipe or something recommendation for this week my recipe recommendation for this week is i've i always well, I don't always make my own granola because it's uh, a lot of effort. Um, but I've, I've figured out a way of doing like a quick version and it tastes so nice. Okay, so I've got like, I've got a huge sweet tooth. Um, and as I said, I'm trying to go sugar free to get rid of my eczema because it seems like the last thing. I've already cut out dairy and mo- meat, so sugar free. Okay, but I still have a sugar craving. So, um, what I do is I get a bowl, put some oats in. You don't need a lot of oats, just like enough. Some oats. I have rolled oats. Rolled. Ah, rolled oats because they're gluten free. <laughs> nice. um, then I break up some as high percentage dark chocolate as I can manage. Bear. I usually go with like 70-80%. Uh, nice you know, break some of those off. Uh, sprinkle, sprinkle them on. I drizzle some honey, which I'll need to cut out because of uh, low FODMAP, but I'll just switch it for maple syrup because that's something I can have. So no. uh, a bit of honey. And it's not sugar-free because obviously, unless you buy super expensive organic honey, it's going to have some added sugar in it. But, you know, unless you're living off-grid, <laughs> it's going to be pretty impossible to go fully sugar-free. So I yeah. so have oats, dark chocolate and honey in a bowl. I microwave it for a minute. When it comes out, I stir it all together and the oats have gone a bit crispy and like the dark chocolate's melted with the honey and it binds it together. And then I get, uh, which is an investment, but oh my God, so worth it. I've bought like this vegan protein powder um, and it's vanilla, no, banana flavoured. So I sprinkle a little bit on that. And then if I'm really going full out, I'll get some nut butter and stir that in. And it literally takes like tops five. (laughs) Sophie's face. Literally takes tops 
five minutes and then you pour in your you pour in your soya milk because it's the nicest one and because it's warm the milk is warm and the the banana and the chocolate uh, melt into the milk and it it tastes nicer than any (laughs) i'm actually overwhelmed God. It tastes nicer than any cereal I have ever bought, and I'm obsessed, and I keep eating That's it all the time. So nice. It's so nice. It's so so nice. And uh, for any IBS people out there, it's really good for getting things moving because <laughs> oats are incredibly high in fiber. And yeah, it's nice. got everything you need. Like dark chocolate is really good for you. Honey's are okay, sure. Honey's like whatever. Um, and then protein powder, and it's all really healthy. I would just say make sure that the honey and the dark chocolate and the protein powder are sort of responsibly sourced and they're not, you know, super processed. I'd love to get expensive honey, but I just can't afford it. But anyways, that's my food uh, recommendation of the week. Good. I'm really excited to get into the food episodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got one, one more episode after this in which kind of we do the backstory and yeah. then we can get into the, the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. The juicy of, details. Of us trying to figure out our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been very fun. Should we both do a jingle to lead out? What, I, mm, I don't know how. Um, oh, by the way, just before we end, if you have any questions, email bodiesbehavingbadly at gmail.com. We have an address. Email address. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything you want to communicate? Questions? Anything like that? Any stories? Whatever. Yeah, stories. That would be good. Any recommendations? Anything like that? Feel free to, to email. email. No, currently it is still only us and my mum listening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We, don't, we, try, we don't really feel comfortable telling people yet that we have the podcast. So it's very, very we, slow build. And then advertise it. Yeah. But get we'll, used to it. Yeah, get used to it first. So should we jingle out? Such fun, such fun. All the poops and all the ovarian cysts. Polycystic ovarian cysts. Get the technical terms right. right. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everyone. Thank Adios. you for listening. Thank bye you. Bye. <laughs> bye. How do I how do I stop recording? <laughs>